Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, November 3rd. A fun night in the association. Yes, the NBA had a more spectacular outing than the NFL. Listen, I'm not an NFL hater, obviously. I'm not. I, you guys know I like the NBA. But these Thursday night games just aren't great. Pittsburgh 20, Tennessee 16. We'll get to it in a minute. Um, I can't wait to talk about Wembenyama dropping 38. If you are just waking up, you went to bed early and you didn't see it, you've got to see the highlights. Wembenyama went off and beat the Suns again. Listen, that's a hell of a first week and a half for Wembenyama. Uh, We have a great guest today, Steve Fezzik, the only guy you guys know how I refer to like the Vegas contest, the $1 million contest. He's won it twice. He went back to back. Um, this is way before I even entered the, the contest, but um, he's a legend in Vegas, Steve Fezzik. We break down, I believe, every single game for week nine. He really likes my, uh, he's confused. I shouldn't say likes. He's confused by the Jets Chargers line. That's that's the biggest one that uh, is weird for him, but um I don't know. It's a tough week in the NFL. We could jump into the picks. Um, let's start with the NFL game. Steelers 20, Titans 16. Young Will Levis had, uh, you know, as expected. Listen, he goes on the road, short week. He was gross on third down. Um, they, they weren't effective moving the football. It certainly was brutal in the red zone, one for four. Um, yet here he is, Will Levis, driving for the go-ahead score in the final minute. And then he throws a pick in the red zone. And and that's pretty much to be expected. You can't go into Pittsburgh and have have to ask your rookie quarterback in his second start to throw the ball thirty nine times and beat the Steelers. That's just that's a tall order. And Levis nearly pulled it off. He was solid. Um, I think I, I don't. I, I'm not gonna. There's no hot take on Will Levis after two games. Bottom line, the moment has not looked too big for him. He's been he was really good against the Falcons. Uh, Steelers were ready for him and did a pretty good job, but he didn't vomit all over himself. Like, you know, we we've seen guys in this spot totally show up and, and you know urinate down their leg on a Thursday night football game, national TV audience, island game, and, and it's like okay, this guy's not quite ready. Will Levis did like, didn't totally see that. Uh, some happy feet in the pocket, but overall, I didn't think he was terrible. I will say, I thought the Pittsburgh Steelers were pretty terrible. 
And I'm not just saying that because I had George Pickens in fantasy and the guy had one cat or one or two catches for like negative one yards. Uh, this Pittsburgh offense remains really difficult to watch. I love the idea that the OC Matt Canada, nobody, I mean nobody, loves a good first down run up the middle like Matt Canada. Nobody. And I, I love how there was a big narrative that, well, he's moving down to the sideline now. He's moving down to the sideline out of the press box. Got to change it up. Uh, nothing changed. They were anemic on offense, 5.4 yards per play. They, they, you know, listen, obviously the 10 penalties hurt. Pittsburgh basically let Tennessee walk down the field on the opening drive by giving them like 50 yards in penalties. Pathetic stuff. Um, Pittsburgh basically just won this game because Kenny Pickett played it ultra safe and, and didn't turn the ball over, and Levis had the late pick. That's it. Like, Jalen Warren looked good. Um, Najee Harris still running with a piano on his back, and the offense can't do a damn thing. This is now 56 straight regular season games without 400 yards of offense. I mean, it's just brutal. They're a tough watch. Somehow, somehow, Pittsburgh is 5-3. and three. They're in the playoff mix. The good news is, the good news is, for, for the Jets and other teams that are uh, hoping that the Steelers stumble. The schedule gets considerably more difficult. They still have two games against the ascending Bengals. They have a rematch with Cleveland on the road. Um, and they have the Seahawks and Ravens to close out the end of the season. I, 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 let's say we give them the Packers win. Let's say we give them the Cardinals and the Colts. I'm not ready to give them the Patriots, although it's probably a dub. So if we give them Colts, Cards, Packers, give them three, they're now at eight. They beat the Patriots. That's nine. I don't know that nine is going to get you the last wild card spot. It's a little too early to tell. Um, the Jets' schedule is easier. They should be able to get to ten, but um, we'll see. Um, I, I do think if you're Tennessee, the good news is, uh, you know, Will Levis is probably your starter the rest of the way, even when Tannehill comes back. Um, yeah, and, and now you see what you got with him, and you got a quarterback on a rookie deal. You you maybe go try to level up at receiver and help out, and maybe this isn't too big of a of a lift. Uh, Jacksonville's very, very good, and you're clearly playing for second in the division. But uh, I, I think, you know, if you're Tennessee, you take away some positives from this one. Pittsburgh is just gross. Um, now let me get to the NBA, and um, I just got to talk about Wembenyama. So you guys, I, I you know I'm a huge Luka Doncic fan, and quietly this the, the Mavs are on fire, and Luka's playing incredibly, and Kyrie Irving's down in the lineup because he's, he's injured. And, and I'm excited about Luka. I like watching Luka. Obviously, I like watching LeBron. I'm a Knicks fan. But man, have you, listen, have you seen Wembenyama? And I mean really seen. If you go to YouTube and watch, and just punch in Wembenyama 38 points versus Suns. I mean, you just look at it. He is an alien out there, man. He makes Kevin Durant look very small. They have run some plays, the Spurs, where it's basically like, hey, hey, let's just set a back screen for Wembenyama and just throw it up near the rim and he'll catch it. And literally no one can get up there. He's seven foot three, but seems like seven seven, like he's minute ball out there. Deft touch. This was his best game. Fifteen of twenty-six, thirty-eight points, ten rebounds, two blocks, only two turnovers, only three fouls, plus twenty-one. Now the Spurs were opening up a can on these guys. I think they led by twenty in like the second quarter, third quarter, and of course it's the NBA. Everybody makes a run. The Spurs made it close, and then you know Wembenyama refused to put it, refused to uh, capitulate. But I'm just saying, you look at this team, and it's like Wembenyama passes to Jeremy Sohan, who's a nice player. I liked him, the kid out of Baylor. And then there's Keldon Johnson, Zach Collins. I mean, combined. What do we talk about? Over under 1.5 All-Star games for the, those three in their career. 
maybe under. And I like Keldon Johnson, and I like Sohan. But, like, again, Seti Osman, Tyus Jones, who I really like, uh, the kid from Duke. It's it's pretty shocking that the Spurs are 3-2 and two now. It's game five. We've still got 77 games to go. Uh, you know, weird things happen early in the season. But going into Phoenix and shooting for the Spurs, 52%, 48% from three, and 92% from the foul line is somewhat staggering. Now, the Suns did shoot 50% from three. Devin Booker returned. He had a really good game, the 31. KD had 28. Um, still no Bradley Beal has yet to make his debut. So I'm not going to uh, render a verdict on the Suns. You guys know I'm extremely bullish on them. But it is really easy to to fall in love with Wembenyama and what he brings to the table. Um, I, uh, I had asked my buddy who has season tickets to the Lakers. I'm like, so, uh, did you circle the Wembenyama game? He's like, I think I'm out of town. And of course my eyes lit up and I was like, Jeff, come on, bro. <laughs> you know, I, listen, this, this guy, maybe, maybe I'll try to go through my connection to try to get in and, and, and watch Wembenyama. Let me see when they are playing at, uh, they play back to back with the Clippers in November. Oh, later this month, in two weeks. They don't play the Lakers. Oh, hell. February 23rd. Jiminy Christmas. Uh, Friday night. Okay, I could probably swing that. Um, that's it? One trip to the Lakers? Nah, I gotta be missing something. Um, yeah, I know this is scintillating radio. Uh, I'm sorry, not radio. Podcast. Going through the... Uh, sun. Yeah, they only play the Lakers three times. They play them uh, back-to-back in San Antonio in mid-December. One will be on ESPN. And then it looks like, yeah, just one more trip to the Lakers, February 23rd. Uh, so Wembenyama, man, he, he is, this guy's who he's fun to watch. Um, in other news, Philadelphia 76ers, um, you know, first first game post-Harden trade, they looked fine. Uh, young Tyrese Maxey, uh, not, not his best game, but Kelly Oubre continues to light it up. It's interesting. Their, their, their starting backcourt was Maxi Melton and Ubre Jr. Okay, um, listen, I I know they they have Pat Bev coming off the bench and he's talking shit to the Raptors. I I saw that. I'm just I'm being real, and I'm not being a hater. You're not gonna go far when that's your backcourt, Melton, Maxi, and Ubre. That's just that's not gonna do it. Now you could win probably win a bunch of games in the regular season, and you could beat up the the Raptors who stink out loud. But long term, I'm just. Sixers fans, enjoy the ride now. It's going to be coming to an end. All right. Without further ado, let's get to our guest. He is Steve Fezzik breaking down week nine in the NFL. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. 
or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. I think you've got to look first and foremost at the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes giving under a field goal against the Miami Dolphins in Germany. You got the Chiefs coming off a humbling, ugly loss where they did not score a touchdown offensively. And you got the Miami Dolphins in their high octane offense coming in. I think the only way to look is that Chiefs defense has been really underrated. Just an excellent stop unit. And Patrick Mahomes in a rebound spot. Tough to pass that up. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code STRAIGHTFIRE. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code STRAIGHTFIRE only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy knows another guy all right let's welcome into uh straight fire a legend i mean listen you guys know i talk about the vegas contest all the time i've done it seven years came close to cashing twice well this guest has won the damn thing he went back to back uh, it was a little while ago but he's running super hot right now steve fezzik professional gambler steve how are you man i am good jason um it's always difficult to win when you're sports betting, and we never want to make it sound like it's easy. Yes, Yeah, sir. no, no. <laughs> Toughest thing to do. I mean, listen, stock market, you can just put your money in there. It does great. I mean, listen, this NFL gambling is almost a fool's errand. It's that hard to do well, but we're having you on. We bring on gamblers every week, um, and you look at the card this week, a lot of great games, but 
I'll be honest, Steve. I don't, some of these lines surprise me big time. Uh, where would you like to start? Dealer's choice. Go for it. You know, let's go all the way to Monday Night Football because here's oh. a line, and this is very rare, that I just don't understand the line okay. and that the Chargers are a little bit better than the Jets year to date. Um, Chargers have disappointed and the Jets obviously don't have a quarterback. And I have the Chargers eh, like two and a half points, three points better than the Jets. But the game's in New York. Mm-hmm. And the Chargers are laying three and a half. And I don't understand where the irrational exuberance is and why people are rushing to the window to back the Chargers at a number above three. And I know other guests come on and say this number's off by seven or this number's off by 10. It's all nonsense. It's not true. Almost every NFL line is right within a point in terms of my power ratings, which I tweet out at Fezzik Sports each and every week. But this game is the rare exception where I would have made this game like Chargers minus one. And they're laying three and a half. So I have great value on the Jets. So talk to me about why you think that it's lined as such. Now, it was three earlier this week. We've seen the Jets have a lot of offensive line injuries. They might start four backups against Khalil Mack and Bosa. Not ideal. Chargers coming off a big win on an island game. Maybe they got right in air quotes. Um, I don't know. Every time I look at the Jets, I see this defense shows well against elite quarterbacks, whether it's Hurts, Mahomes, Allen. They all had their worst games of the season against this defense. I'm kind of with you. I like the Jets, but is there something we're possibly missing as to why oh, there's line- the possibility that I missed something? I probably, frankly, did miss something to be so misaligned versus the market. But, you know, the beauty is I, I don't have to be right and think the game should be picked. I just have to be directionally right and think that these teams are more competitive than the market does. The betters like offense more than defense. Mm-hmm. And obviously they like good quarterbacks more than bad quarterbacks. And so that'll land them both on the Chargers. But who are the Chargers? You look at the body of work. One really nice game, but it was on national TV against the Bears. And, you know, goldfish memory. What have you done for me lately? Um, The only way I can get there is if I use priors and and you look at what the Chargers expectation was before the season started. And then and maybe that's if if you weight that 50 percent, you could you could possibly get to this number. But if you just look at this year's data, like even yards per play. You know, the Jets are like an average team and the Chargers are slightly below average team. So um, Monday night, favor the Jets. Yeah, you said priors. Uh, are we talking uh, coming into the season or just uh, the early half of the season? Because um, I think for some teams, it's been really wacky. We'll get to the Bengals eventually, but like, I don't know how you weigh like what the Bengals have done this season versus last week versus Healthy Burrow. A- and the Jets are kind of in the same boat. Like they faced one of the toughest schedules in the league to date, right? They, they've seen elite defenses in Dallas. They faced the Chiefs' uh, awesome defense, and they kind of showed well, even against the Eagles. Is this a case where maybe the Jets are stepping down in class a little bit and there's a chance Zach Wilson, I don't know, has some success? And and certainly looks like the locker room doesn't hate him anymore. To answer your question, <laughs> the when I say priors, the expectation of where a team is, and a lot of people, you know, some people disagree with me and say, wait a minute, you know, I was passing out Halloween candy. We're deep into the season. You know, all I care about is what I saw this year. But the truth is, uh, it really is not a big enough sample size. The team's played eight games, and it's not enough to know who's really good and who isn't good. You know, the extreme example is probably baseball, where all the time you see situations like the Pittsburgh Pirates, you know, have the division lead early in May, and it's just not enough games. Now, football, um, the games are more meaningful than baseball. But I would say as a good rule of thumb this time of year, maybe one third should be your expectation based upon coming into the season. How good do I, do I think a team should be? And two thirds, the actual data. Now, 
Having said all that, when I, when Kirk Cousins goes down for the Vikings, well, you know, throw all the priors into the garbage can. It doesn't matter <laughs> anymore because um, you know it's such a dramatic you know downgraded quarterback. Yeah. Now we know all the info and zone versus man for Zach Wilson. All that stuff's baked into the line. But I'll just say, Steve, one thing I had missed. I was on the Cowboys against the Chargers on that Monday night game. One thing I had missed was the the value of Corey Lindsley and how much they missed him in the middle. The backup, the kid named Clap. Uh, he got destroyed against Dallas. Like I'm talking, he could do nothing. They got no, they had no run game, and Lindsley was out again last week. And I, I, st- I was on the Chargers against the Bears. The Bears don't have that interior defensive push. Now you're back against Quinn and Williams of the Jets, who he can wreck a game. I just wonder, are we undervaluing the loss of, for instance, a Corey Lindsley at center? You know, great question, and I'm not going to fake it with you, Jason. I'll be honest. I am not a, a position guy, a one guy. I, I'll, I'll have, I've got my data with how much is a backup quarterback versus a starting quarterback, but I'm the wrong man for you in terms of individual players and their impact. I'm the guy that says it's all overrated as far as injuries. Like, quarterbacks matter. Yeah. The Even like a Justin Jefferson, for instance, is worth like a, a point and a quarter to the point spread. And it's very rare you get you get like a Donald, you get um, you get some players can be worth just over one point to the to the overall point spread. Most running backs aren't worth anything. And so I try not to overreact to injuries other than cluster injuries. And those certainly can impact a team. And, you know, this year, more than any year, the quarterback injuries have been what you had to really pay attention to. And it's very difficult to invest in teams when we don't even know who's going to start a quarterback for some of these teams, much less, you know, try to evaluate like an interior lineman and the like. Uh, that's fair. Um, let's go quickly to this uh, Seahawks-Ravens game. I don't know. I, I, I'm a little surprised the line is six. I know an easy way is, oh, well, wait a minute. Um was it Baltimore favored by like three against the Lions just a couple weeks ago? And and the same Lions team that lost at home to Seattle and line six? And I don't know, Steve, talk me through this. Like, is this just a bad matchup for Geno Smith? Um, is this a Baltimore team peaking and you're paying a tax for having to t- get Baltimore at the top of the market where some people have them as the number one team in the NFL? I don't. Um, I mean, we saw this is a Baltimore team we saw at home lose to Gardner Minshew in overtime. A game they should have won, but they certainly were not covering that game at any point. Um, I don't know. Are you as high on the Ravens as the market? I love where you're going here for the, the comp. The whole idea of it's like we're going to buy a new home, right? And let's see how much it should cost. Well, Baltimore, if you wanted to bet on Baltimore, you could have laid three against a very good Detroit team that's, you know, better than Seattle, but just by a little bit. Not, not by more than like a point and a half. And now you're laying six, and that doesn't sound like a big difference, but the, those numbers are so important. Those are three, four, six are such key numbers. So the Baltimore tax has hit here this week. Um, I have power ratings. I have Baltimore uh, tied for third, uh, five points better than an average team. By okay, my who, power are your top, who are your top two, and who are they tied with, if you don't mind me asking? Can- Kansas City, six. Philly, five and a half. And Baltimore, Miami, five, are fives. And Dallas is a four and a half. Bengals and Buffalo and Detroit are three and a half. So I want to comment on this. It is the year of parity in college football and the NFL. I've never seen a year and I'm much more an NFL expert than a college football expert. But uh, there are so many teams that can win the national championship in college. And in the NFL, there's so many teams that can win the Super Bowl. It would not be unusual this time of year. I might have a team rated eight points better and the second place team seven and the third place team five. And there would already be a clear um, division in terms of what the top tier teams were. Now, we were there at week five. 
I had San Francisco at that point, nine points better than an average team. And the wheels have just come off with yes. the injuries and with, um, you know, subpar quarterback play the last few games. But uh, this thing is wide open, very difficult to project who's going to actually win. Like Baltimore is a great regular season game. Do we trust them to win playoff games? I don't. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Lamar Jackson has struggled, I think, uh, what, one and three in the postseason. Um, so I don't know. Do you have anything on Raven Seattle? Like I, you, you, you would agree though. If you're backing Baltimore here, you're buying at the top of the market, which usually is not a great move. Yeah. So I'm going to give a, a recommendation as far as a method. And let me emphasize: it's difficult to win in sports betting, but I can tell you how you're not going to win. If you take a look at what the line is early in the week, and the line in this game was four and a half, mm. and you see a dramatic move to a key number or through a key number. And so this line moved to the key number of six. So you're now you're paying an extra point and a half in point spread tax, and you're not going to win being the last person to bet on Baltimore. If you would have laid four and a half, I could, I, you could make a case for it. Absolutely. And a team that's peaking, but um, now the tax is just too high. So it doesn't mean you bet Seattle. You cannot bet Baltimore and have a good wager. In my opinion, you lean to Seattle at six and we're, we're starting to get interested in the Seahawks, a team that, frankly, my only concern is if you watch that game against Cleveland, that was somewhat of a phony final. They, um, the Cleveland-Seattle game was played evenly, and Cleveland yeah. easily could have won that game. Um, do you think we see a six and a half here or no? Probably, because wow. the public you know, is, is going to look at Baltimore and how dominant that performance was against Detroit. And they're also, you know, it's interesting, if – Jason, did you catch the final two minutes of the Arizona Baltimore game? You know, where I, Baltimore was at was the Char- I was at the Chargers Bears, but I have seen what went down. I mean, it's comical. The Ravens had that game in the bag, and non- so I, I don't know how Nelson Aguilar. How's Nelson Aguilar on the hands team? That guy can't catch a are, cold. That's been the case for years. So my my friend Gil Alexander does a great job hosting his show, and he um, he calls it Plinko. That's that big. Plinko game and Price is Right. It's Price a big hockey right. puck. Okay, I've seen that. Go, do, 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 and then it falls into a bucket at the end. And the bucket is whether you cover or you don't cover. So Baltimore's up by, you know, they're styling and they're up 17. They're going to cover. And then somehow um, Arizona comes back and they go for two because the analytics are correct to say go for two down 11 and they cut it to nine. So now they're going to cover. But no, Baltimore comes back and gets a touchdown and they're going to cover. And then somehow Arizona scores a touchdown to knock it down to 10. And it comes down to the two-point conversion. And that will decide the nine-point spread. And they get it. But there's a penalty. So they have to run it again, and they don't get it. So Baltimore will cover. But there's an onside kick. You see where I'm going. That about half of these games literally come down to just random noise. And, and it's easy to say, well, it's all luck. But, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll talk I, I, about I like to talk about bets I win, not lose. Yeah, Over the I, summer, the, I bet Baltimore game of the year in that game, minus six. See, that's that's how pros win each and every year in their own oh, bets because yeah. they have bets that are too good to be true that you never could believe actually exist and um, didn't have to sweat any of that if you had Baltimore minus six. So, for instance, in the contest uh, where you're 29-11, did you, oh, did you have Baltimore or Arizona last week? It's a great question. So I'm in two contests. I, I leaned to Baltimore in the game. And then the Circa, the point spread, I believe, was nine. And yeah. I know nine is the deadest of all numbers. Could have been nine and a half. And in the Westgate, it was eight and a half. So I did have Baltimore in the Westgate contest and lost with minus eight and a half. But because the line was nine and a half in Circa, I said, you know what? It's so unlikely it lands nine. But 
Why tempt fate? It's still going to land on on any one number, like 1.3% of the time. So it was, I, I lucked out. If it had been eight and a half, it might've been on my circuit card, but it wasn't. So I went four and one last week. Um, you know, I'm embarrassed to say I had a bad loss. I, I was on the 49ers minus three and a half. When I submitted that line was four and a half. And I was like, well, you know, uh, the Niners had been six earlier in the week. Now my quarterback's going to play. He's out of concussion protocol. I thought it was going to get good line value. And then with Dredd, I watched the game and the Bengals just completely dominated. I mean, they, they were, they were completely the right side in that game. Yeah. It's frustrating when you, when you put in a contest play and then you realize in the first quarter, I'm on the wrong side. I had Steelers Jags. uh, And and I, I don't know why I can't quit the Steelers, Steve. I am, it's just, it's super frustrating. They kill me. But um, let, let me move on to another game that I find super interesting. So the Saints are laying kind of a big number at home. I'm seeing it's up to nine. I haven't seen if the contest line is out yet and what they're at. But the Saints are at home against T-Bag, the bag man, and Chicago, back-to-back road games. Saints looked sharp last week, destroying the Colts. In comes a Bears team that's really going nowhere. The quarterback looked extremely limited against the Chargers, and now he's got to face a better defense. If you're of the belief that Lattimore can do uh, some damage and erase DJ Moore, like I don't know where the Bears move the football. Like run, they're not going to be able to run on the Saints. Nobody really has the last couple weeks. Um, but is this a game you can play at at eight or nine? Probably not. It's a game you can invest in if yes. you're you're familiar with teaser betting, Teasers, of course, where you get the 100%. extra you let, you give up the extra six you get six points, but you have to win two games. And you know, there's a book. I'm actually friends with Stanford Wong, so he wrote a book. Um, sharp sports betting. And there's an entire chapter in that book. It was, and it came out like in 2000 on how to win betting NFL teasers. And this is the poster child of a game you want to play because you can see the bears hanging around, but they're very unlikely to win. The line's eight and a half in most places. You can tease them down from eight and a half to two and a half. So the saints are an excellent teaser leg along with the Cleveland Browns in terms of a candidate. I don't want to lay eight. I don't want to lay eight and a half, but I'll certainly lay two or two and a half in those games in teasers, provided you have a sports book that has uh, six point teasers minus 120. In Vegas, we're done so with teasers. Southern Nevada wants no more part of NFL teasers. Every single book charges what? you more now than minus 120. You cannot play them. Well, I, I know it's 120 offshore. What, what is it in Vegas? 130? Anywhere from minus 125 to minus 130. Oh. And these Hall of Fame bookmakers don't want any more part of any teasers. Yeah. Uh, they just don't, don't want anyone to win. Two weeks ago was a monster teaser weekend. And I we warned people last week it could be dangerous. And there was, of course, a couple upsets. So that's interesting. You you gave two favorites at home. I like those. Browns and Saints, no no doubt about it. But is there is there an underdog that you would toss in the mix to push them up from, say, two and a half to maybe eight and a half? Sure. So I think the Miami Dolphins plus two to plus eight is a good teaser. I get it. The Dolphins have played two games against contending teams and they got murdered by Buffalo and Miami. And it's a valid point, but I can't get past the point. Maybe I'm biased. Remember how bad Buffalo played against Jacksonville and London going out there late in a bad travel spot. So now KC goes to Denver. They go to altitude. They come back to Kansas City. Um, I haven't looked at the at the world map lately. But I did play risk as a kid. And Germany's a long way away from Kansas City. Ten and hour flying flight. out on Thursday. Uh, Miami's been there longer. A- advantage Miami. And also, if any team can get me in the back door, if Miami's down 10 or 14 points, I'm going to count on them to go ahead and get me a score to w- cover the teaser. I don't want to bet Miami plus two because what does Patrick Mahomes do? 
win close games for Kansas City. But uh, teaser looks good to me. Miami plus two to plus eight. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football is back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being at a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest-growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last-minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football teams this September, download GameTime. And it's not just football. GameTime has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and comedy shows across the country. Download the GameTime app and redeem code JMAC for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the GameTime app and enter code JMAC. That's J-M-A-C for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Another team that's killed me all season in the contest is the the the, the Green Bay Packers. It just it's I I cannot believe that I've lost. I think I'm 0-3 backing the Packers this year. The worst first half team in the league. Now they appear to be facing Brett Rippin, the backup for Stafford. Uh the Packers laying a field goal at home. Is this something you would consider in the contest? Gosh, you know, it's like Charlie Brown with Lucy holding the football and you, you want to keep betting on the Packers and she keeps yanking the ball away and surely they're going to find a way to score off the bye week in the first half. And they they just, Jordan Love is not the answer and that's becoming very clear. But I don't want, I don't want the Rams, a fragile team that um, has superstars, but no depth. And now they're traveling from LA, you know, to, I'm sure it's not going to be very, I mean, it's not going to snow. The weather's actually pretty good, but I still, you know, I think, I think that one of the things that's not so much 
that you go to into frigid cold when you're in your first game of the year. And Miami, this happened in Philly. When it's in its 50s, it throws everything off a little bit. I'll lean to Green Bay minus three, but I'm not getting involved. Um, can you talk a little bit, Steve, about the, you know, obviously the the pros bet numbers. They don't bet teams. So two and a half was the number on Panthers Colts. And you can look on certain apps where uh, if you plug in the sharp books, uh, I'm assuming you uh, you you know which are the sharper books. It looks like this is headed from two and a half to two for the Panthers. Um, it, would you say this is a, a potential contest play or a buy for you and maybe even a teaser, Carolina Panthers? Yeah, so Carolina is a good teaser. Um, I like the fact that it's a Reich revenge game. It's funny. Last week I Ooh. bet on Carolina. That was my biggest uh, wager. And by the way, I lose plenty of big wagers as well. But I like talking about winners more. Um, because winless team off of bye. Great spot for Carolina. I'm like, after this game, um, it's like Jeff Spicoli and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Once once I pass Carolina Panthers, I'm, I'm just going to stay away from that side of the of the building the rest of my time in high school. Well, looks like I got to go back to Mr. Hand's yeah. class here and invest in New Orleans again because I like the fact, uh, in, in, invest in Carolina because Reich has revenge against Indy. And who is Indy? If there's one theme I've seen this year, who are these mediocre bad teams to be laying field goals against, you know, the, the, the worst teams in the NFL? Nobody's really that bad. So gun to my head, I'd bet a Carolina two and a half, but you really wanted the three. And that's what the pros bet. They, they yeah. got the three. But if you missed the three, the teaser, absolutely up to eight and a half. So good teaser week. There's four different legs that I like, two favorites and two, and two dogs. Yeah. Um, uh, this Raiders-Giants game, the Raiders obviously fired their head coach. Instantly, I went to go bet the Raiders uh, on the fire the coach bump. Um, and then they could decide to go to the backup quarterback. The new coach, Antonio Pierce, or the interim, is a former Giants player. Um, I think the Giants are trash, and they have been all season. I, I see one and a half um, is what the Raiders are favored, but I don't know. Is it da- is this dangerous to back a team here? Because I think the psychology will put even the uh, regular gamblers, not the big money guys, on the Raiders here. I don't think anybody wants the Giants. Is it risky to take the Raiders? Yeah, I, fascinating game. Of course, my local team, the Raiders, I'm not a fan. I don't care. Um, but my son did like going to an exhibition game. So <laughs> the your instincts were spot on. You fire your coach, any sport. I don't care if it's hockey, baseball. You want to bet on that team. But here's an, a weird animal where you didn't just fire the coach. You fired the GM and you fired the quarterback, right? So you, you cleaned out. You told Jimmy G, take some time off. O'Connell, who was Mr. August, he was phenomenal in preseason. He was terrible against the Chargers. Just awful. Well, I know he's getting he was, sacked eight times. He's all right in the second half. I mean, I, um, or bad early, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't get there for some reasons. The Raiders have the one of the worst home crowds in the NFL. We, um, even though we, we, we like our team, it's a great destination city. So whenever Pittsburgh or New York or anybody comes to our city, they take over the stadium. So there's going to be more Giants fan than Raiders fan. So there won't be a home crowd advantage, certainly in this game. And I don't think O'Connell can play at all compared. I got G just Jimmy G just a little bit worse than an average quarterback. And I got O'Connell like four and a half points worse. So that's a four point swing. And I like what the Giants did. I, I, I mean, the Giants are losing games, but playing better. I mean, they obviously should have beaten the Jets. They should have beaten Buffalo. Um, just a lot of reasons that I would want, that I'd say the Giants are undervalued. I think the Giants are going to win the game. Oh, no. Damn. I was looking at Raiders in the contest. Um, this whole uh, Kirk Cousins out, 
Jaron Hall in. I don't think Josh Dobbs is going to get to start off being with the team for like three days. Stranger things have happened. Uh, everybody was betting Atlanta early in the week. It now looks like it's coming back a little toward the Vikings. Um, I don't know. We, we saw Atlanta look really pedestrian last week against Will Levis. They looked ill-prepared, right, Steve? I mean, after maybe the first two bombs, you would think, okay, let's not give up another one. And Will Levis just kept burning them. I don't think Hall can do that. This Grady Jarrett injury, I know you said you're not big on one-offs, but he's huge in the middle for them. They've been great stopping the run. Uh, It'll be Taylor Heineke against, I think, Jaron Hall. Uh, Do the Falcons interest you at four? No. Um, And by the way, this probably, I differentiate me from like a whole bunch of other guests you're going to have. Um, people are paid to be content providers. They're paid to be entertaining. They're paid to give out a strong opinion and say, wow, I really like the Falcons or I really like the Vikings. I'm boring. The vast majority, if there's one takeaway people listening should, should have is the lines are right. The lines on almost every game are correct. And the way people make money, you know how they make money? They make money with breaking news. All of a sudden, word comes out that there's a quarterback change or there's a weather change and they're getting to it before the line moves. We'll talk about... Um, uh, if we can, the New England Patriots game next. Yes. Regarding that. But here's a situation where, I, I mean, I make the game, I, I have Atlanta three points better, but I'm just guessing. I don't know how good Hall is. I've got him as a third string quarterback. So I've got it being a, you know, a good six point downgrade from Kirk Cousins. And given that there's no real value, I will say this, my gut says under, because I think both teams are going to say to themselves, you know what? If we don't make any mistakes and we take care of the ball, we can win this game. So wait, so does that mean with Cousins, you would have had the Vikings favored by three on the road? I would have had a six-point adjustment, so I would have had the Vikings minus two. Yes. Oh, Vikings minus two. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Um, all right, let's go to, you said Patriots and Washington. I saw, uh, I don't know how much you care about these syndicates or whatever, but uh, I, I saw one of them gave out the Patriots at two and a half on, I think, Monday to get ahead of the Washington trade news. And, and you know, they seem to be right. A line's currently Patriots three. This is the most key number in in gambling. How do you handle this one? Yeah, so you know, th- pulling back the curtain, this is how people make money betting the NFL. This one game, I can explain it. Who do I like in this game? I don't like anybody. I lean Washington at plus three. Well, what good am I? Well, I mean, I follow all these betting syndicates and these and these different guys that are respect, including but not limited to you know, Dr. Bob Sports, Right Angle Sports, um, Tailgate Tent. There's there's a lot of guys that move the market. So as soon as they give out the Patriots minus two and a half, I know it's probably going to move. And my numbers made it like the line, like 2.75. Okay. Uh, so I invested. I, I, I took the Patriots knowing it would go up. And then it went up to three. And then another syndicate released it. And it went up to three and a half, which I thought was ludicrous. And I'm like, I get it. Washington you know, raised up the white flag, got rid of a couple malcontents on defense. They should be a little bit worse. But who are the Patriots without their number one receiver born? And frankly, with no receivers, who the heck are the Patriots to be laying three and a half? So the line goes up to three and a half. And then all of a sudden in comes the, in comes the sharp money on plus three and a half. And you're like, well, the, I thought the sharps like the Patriots. No, the sharps like the Patriots minus two and a half. And the sharps like Washington plus three and a half a lot. How can that possibly be true? Because Jason, if they play these game, this game a hundred times, I'm going to simplify this. 45% of the time, New England's going to kill them. 45% of the time, Washington's going to cover all numbers. And 10% of the time, New England's going to win by exactly three. So think about that. If you bet New England minus two and a half, you're styling. You're winning 55% of the time. Your ROI is excellent, 5%. 
If you're betting Washington, you're plus three and a half. You're also styling and winning 55% of the time. Now, if I had to make a decision on three, which I don't, I actually think Washington probably would be the side I would look towards. But you can see that um, this is a game where when it lands three at the end, I'll say, if you didn't win bet in this game, you're just not trying hard enough. The pros who are working full-time in their pockets, they do have both teams. They've got New England minus two and a half and Washington plus three and a half, despite every other expert coming on and telling you which side is the clear-cut right side. Um, it's just the way that everyone I know that lives on golf courses, instead of doing podcasts from, from basements, makes money betting sports. I love that. Um, this whole Belichick versus rookie quarterbacks, I know Howell is not technically a rookie He's in year two, but he, I think he started one game last year. So he's in, what, the start number, like, nine of his career. Um, they faced the Patriots' defense. Tua twice, Josh Allen, Jimmy Garoppolo, who they lost to. Of course, I had the Patriots plus two in that game. The safety, thanks for nothing, Mac. Uh, Derek Carr, uh, Dak Prescott, Zach Wilson, who they beat, and then Jalen Hurts. Um, it feels like a big step down for a Patriots' defense to go against Sam Howell. Um I, I don't know. I know that stuff doesn't factor your, into your equation, but like when you when you see it at three, do you take any of that into account? Or are you just betting the number irrelevant? No, no, it's a great now? point because that's just a starting point. So I, I I make my number based on my power rating. Then you look at travel, you look at matchups, you look at circumstances, and certainly you know Belichick great against you know inexperienced quarterbacks. But let me ask you this: Who's the better uh, coach right now, Andy Reid or Bill Belichick? Would you say uh, right now, Andy Reid? All right. Well, Andy Reid couldn't stop Sam Howell in. I'm, I'm sorry. Bad example. Um, if 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 I if I look at the at, at Philadelphia's head coach, though, you would absolutely say you know he's doing a fine job, and he couldn't stop Howell in both their games, and they gave up 31 yeah, no. points. Divisional matchup. That's a good point. Sam Howell ate him up. Now Sam Howell steps out of division against the Bears, <laughs> and he can't do a damn thing. You uh, know, it's funny. It's, the reason I, I and I sorry, I I I know Andy Reid doesn't coach for Philadelphia. The um, where I'm going at is like even when we ask who's the best coach in the NFL and how much is he worth, I make a case that none of them are worth more than like a point and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like no clear cut great NFL coach that I would favor over just an average coach. Um, I don't know. I, I like Harbaugh, but maybe that's just because he cheats and he gets away with it. Oh, geez. Look at the shot at Michigan. All right, Steve, we can wrap up with this one. So there were, I think there were six or seven games uh, Sunday, including Monday, that were two and a half, three this weekend. Um, and the Houston Texans uh, fit that. This is a tough one. Tampa Bay coming off the extra rest, whatever you factor that into your handicap, uh, after the Buffalo win, or Buffalo loss, sorry, but cover. And now they go to Houston, Texans back home, uh, CJ Stroud came back to earth a little bit. And as you saw last week against Carolina, I had Carolina as well. Um, I don't know. I irrationally like Houston in this spot and, and I don't irrationally ever like Houston. Um, a- anything on this game? You know, it, it, it's one of those, if there's one takeaway I would have is, is look at these odd services and, and have multiple outs because I'm just staring at the screen and I'm like, I lean a little bit to Houston. They're clearly the better team. And they're home. And I think it was forgivable that Carolina was in a great spot last yeah. week. And Houston could have won. If you watched that game, that was a coin flip. Mm-hmm. And you can still get a minus two and a half. So I look at, at the screen in Vegas 
There's two books in Vegas, including the local South Point. By the way, Jason, they don't let me bet there, but I hold no grudges, and I recommend them to all my friends to go ahead and play against the South Point. And so you can get you can get a nice minus two and a half, lay a dollar ten, by example. I think if you wait it out, and if you like Tampa, you could probably get a three. Um, I know this is boring where I'm not giving you definitive no, sides. If I had to prefer it, though, I do like the Houston minus two and a half, and that's certainly a potential play I'll have in the contest. Yeah, I had read someone, uh, a Vegas guy, I think his name is Fogel, uh, wrote about the psychology of minus two and a half. And if the line's at two and a half, it means that, or according to this guy, that the sharp betters, the big pros, they don't like the favorite enough or it would be at three. And and maybe you lean away from teams uh, taking a favorite at two and a half. Um, I hope I didn't butcher what he wrote or said. No, I think spot on, but that's at post. So if the game's about to kick off and you see a spread at two and a half, that means the pros don't like it enough. Throw that in the garbage can earlier in the betting cycle. We're still midweek. And as an example, look at New England. How Gimme, gimme, gimme some Patriots minus two and a half against a Washington depleted team, right? But the problem is, like you said, if the two, minus two and a half really is a good wager, it's going to disappear before Sunday morning and you're not going to be able to get at it if it's still there, sitting out there on Sunday morning, mm. it's probably no good anymore. Um, I do want to talk about asymmetric risk. There are certain bets that you should never make early in the week, like a plus two and a half is a good example. Never bet a plus two and a half unless the game's about to kick off. Hold out, because you know what? The worst case scenario, it goes down to two or plus one and a half. It's almost the same thing. Games don't land on two very often, but it's a disaster if you bet a plus two and a half and then you wake up on Sunday morning, gulp, and you see plus three, and it's happened to all of us. Mm -hmm. Same thing applies to like betting a plus nine and a half. How silly do you feel betting a plus nine and a half and then seeing, oh, it's plus 10 and they're kicking off? Well, it's funny. Last week, my first bet was Chargers against the Bears, and it was like nine and a half. And of course, it comes down to eight, and I'm like, well, shit. Uh, Damn it, I got a terrible number. That was a horrible job by me. And it was a rare no-sweat cover. I mean, how much, I don't know, Steve, how much can you say, well, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be impacted by the line moving a point, a point and a half. Closing line value, sure, historically it has mattered, but it's, I don't know, it's closing line value the same as it was to you 15, 20 years ago, given I how would the say market it's even has more changed? Importance. And you know, just off the top of my head, Cleveland, Seattle, just one game. If you, if, if, if did you bet Cleveland, Seattle last week? Well, then you won. How can I possibly say that? Because if you, early in the week, if you laid three or three and a half with Seattle, you cashed. And if you saw, hey, you know, the public's on Seattle, the, the some pros are on Seattle, I'll wait it out, write a post, it's painted four, and here come the four and halves popping up, you know, and you could have won with the dog plus four and a half. You know, there's a Green Bay-Atlanta game week one. Um, and there's Every year there's numerous examples where uh, Atlanta wins that game. I believe they won by one, one or, or two. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they won by two and it closed Atlanta minus two and a half. And Atlanta was plus one early in the betting cycle. Look, the first game of the year, the first game, Philly plays Minnesota, the line seven and a half. They bet it all the way down to six. Circa has a five and a half, fiddle in the middle. Kirk Cousins and company go in the back door. And they lose by six. And every everyone, everybody wins. Of course, everybody doesn't win. But everybody that's really dialed in and paying attention and it's maniacal about paying attention to all these spreads wins on. And, and, and you're right. It's only like one out of 30 games. But that makes the difference. Instead of going 15 and 15, now you're going 16 and 14. And suddenly you're making money. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so we talked about a lot of games. Uh, Steve, in the contest... For instance, I I think I'm probably going to do two stupid favorites over a touchdown. Now, I don't have the numbers 
uh, historically how have over a touchdown favorites done. But Browns and Saints in the contest. One idea I've been doing is give me who you think are going to be the five most picked teams and try to avoid those. Because obviously we know it's, you know, 5,000 people in the contest. A lot of dead money, dumb money is probably going to gravitate toward the five automatic uh, or the most picked teams. If you wouldn't mind, I'm curious who you think the five most picked will be this week. Okay, you might not like my answer because I can't answer it yet. Because this whole CLV closing line value has become so important to people. And remember, everyone in this contest is poning up $1,000. So they're serious betters. And they want line closing line value. So there will be injury reports, practice reports that will come out, and you will yeah. see line moves. And if the look at the, the Bills-Bengals. If the Bengals closed minus three, then the Bengals are going to be one of the top five picks easily. But if that line closes pick, then the Bills plus two will be one of the biggest picks. So it's too early for me to go ahead and predict okay. who everyone is going to fire on. Oh, hold Having on. Having said uh, all that. Steve, it, hold on. It looks, it looks like the lines, ju- I just got the email. So Bengals are one and a half. So you think if the line is three comes Saturday, everybody's going to put in Bengals? Everyone is going to see the, the the value and and bet the Bengals. Exactly right. And, so and they're going to shy away from the Bills because they're going to say, you know what? If I can bet the Bills plus two and a half or even a plus three, if that happens, why, why, why? I'm basically betting on them with my contest selection. Why bet on them with a bad number? So uh, I, I will say that the most it's rare that any spread above seven becomes the number one pick in a contest without closing line value. People like to play games where more just pick the winner and you're going to wind up, you know, with that team. Mm. Um, pulling back the curtain one more time. A lot of people have proxies in the contest. I'm giving away too yes. much here, but I'm going to. I have to. a proxy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've got a deadline. I'm, I'm assuming that maybe Friday, 2 PM is your deadline no, to get to we your got proxy. Saturday, Saturday, w- uh, 1 PM Pacific. Okay, so you've got you've got a proxy that's tremendous. Yes. And your proxy's letting you submit maybe your friends and family, you know, but but I can tell you like I'm friends like with Foxy Roxy, who's like one of the proxies, Foxy Roxy Proxy. And she's putting in on Friday at uh, the one of the Circus Sports satellite locations at the Tuscany. She's got like a stack of cards that are like three two thousand deep, and she's like going and putting in all the survivor she, and the millions. <laughs> she's no Vegas Maddie, that's for sure. That's a guy I use. He's great. Yeah. So, so what, but what happens now is that let's say there's a line move on Thursday night, Friday morning. Well, a lot of her people are going to be playing that line move, but once they've submitted all those plays on Friday afternoon, say something dramatic happens Friday night, Saturday at noon. And now all this other money has already been entered. So I love investing in a contest on a late breaking news situation, knowing you're right. I got to be 5,000 other people. So I, w- I don't want to make the same plays everyone else is making, but I love getting closing line value that everyone else who submitted early isn't going to get. And certainly anyone mm-hmm. that used the Thursday game has to submit all their plays by today. I'll, I'll do, I'll do my best guess. I think chiefs at one and a half will definitely be top five, right? Would you agree? Yes, Pat, I will. Pat Mahomes because under a Ma- field goal. The narrative Mahomes wins all the close games. Um, I think probably Rams. No, no, not Rams. Not with a backup quarterback. I'm sorry. Uh, Patriots minus three. You know, I'm not sure about that. I don't think, I don't think they would trust the Patriots. You know, I green Bay minus three could well, as soon as Stafford gets reported out, the Packers will be a top five for certain. Um, Eagles or Cowboys. That's probably going to be too split or maybe both. Um, will be in the top five, which is rare, but it now, happens. Now, here's one that it it is, because I hate it when people talk about line moves 
but they've already occurred. So I will I will make a bold prediction right now. You can get Dallas plus three at reduced VIG. I don't understand this line. The Eagles are just a smidge better than Dallas. Home field's worth maximum point and a half, and I might be kind. I think this line should be two and a half, and you're getting three. So the Cowboys would indeed be a best bet and a good investment, in my opinion. At plus three, okay. And then Bengals, we know, is going to be in at one and a half. Um, and then probably Jets at three and a half, right? I would, you know, I would think so, except for, the, you know, this market support for the Chargers has shocked me. I can't believe that this line has gone to three and a half and stayed there. Like I said, my numbers overwhelmingly support the Jets. So my two best bets would be two dogs. I'd, I'd take the Jets three and a half and, and Dallas plus three. Yeah. What do you make, Steve, of the Dallas Cowboys? I think, I'm almost certain they took heavy money before the 49ers game and all that big money got their ass kicked. Um, and then Dallas... It took a lot of money last week against the Rams, and they delivered. Um, it feels like – I think I think you're right. Plus three probably is going to be a lot of uh, Cowboy money in the contest and, and in the books. Yeah, so think about this. The Niners were styling, undefeated, playing better than anybody in the NFL, and they were laying three to Dallas. Now we got the Eagles. We got Hurts, who barely ran last week because yeah. he, he had a brace on his um, his knee the week before. And he didn't have any usage. And the Eagles aren't playing nearly as well as the Niners were playing earlier this year. But yet this line is the same as what it was when Dallas was at San Francisco. Like I said, usually, I would say three quarters of the time when I make a line move prediction like this, I'll be correct. And if you do want to bet Dallas, I would grab the plus three right now. Okay, he is Steve Fezzik. Uh, uh, Steve, you you uh, hand out picks or people could pay for them. Where can they find your uh, your site? So I, I only sell picks at one place. I don't have my own site. I'm too busy. Pregame.com. If anyone's asking for your money and it's not associated with pregame.com, that's not me. That's someone pretending to be me. Okay. And Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. Good stuff, Steve. And uh, man, keep up the good work. Tied for fifth. I am not tied for fifth. I had a 5-0 and a couple weeks ago, but it's been a rough go. Uh, good luck uh, the rest of the way, buddy. If I can add one more thing, anyone yeah. who thinks – about like a sports betting, I, I, people are skeptical and they like, oh, people can't win gambling. Anyone who adamantly feels that way, I have a dinner bet with you. Come to Vegas and I will get you backed off from a sports book of my choice within 30 minutes where they'll tell you, I'm sorry, we can't accept these wagers anymore. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see... See what music does to people. 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.